All right. How's everybody doing? Uh, welcome to episode two of Aggressively Wrong. We got all four of us here to start the episode this time. Jesse is going to be here, hopefully, for the entire thing. So, yeah, we got drama over there. We got Todd. We got Jesse. I'm Caleb. And, yeah, so we've already been talking a little bit before we uh, started started going live here. And we're all chomping at the bit, I can tell, to get our opinions out there on sequels in film. Um, <laughs> I have no idea where this is going to go because I kind of was worried that we were all going to say that Empire Strikes Back is the best sequel of all time. And from the sounds of it, that's not the way it's going to go. Nope. So I don't even know. I don't even know where to start. I feel like you should really uh, start off with the criteria and the criteria is this. The movie has to be a sequel and it has to be better than the original. Okay. So can it be a third sequel or yeah, can it be number two? Can it be three, four, five? Past one. It's okay. As long as it's, it could be the third, fourth, fifth. It doesn't, it could be police Academy five. Uh, welcome sure. back well, to great. whatever great. it was thanks, like thanks, it thanks be for any of those it just has to be ruining better already, than the God. original so so prequels too yeah yeah oh, so it, as long as it chronologically came out afterwards and right, technically so, it's a so sequel as long as the, release, the release is right. after sure it could be a prequel if it wanted to be it's not going to be it's certainly it not can. We should we could we could probably after we talk about sequels we could probably drop in a little subcategory of worst prequels because there's no best prequels. Well, I mean, I feel like that is a new age thing too because they run out of out of ideas and they have to jump back because they made so many sequels already. Got no other original ideas. Let's yeah. make a Hobbit movie. That's I cool. wonder, <laughs> right? I wonder what is like the first. What was the first prequel that was a mainstream thing? Might have been Star Wars. Yeah, I. I mean, it's definitely the first prequel series, but yeah, it's an interesting one to think about. I'm sure, like, did they do any of the alien prequels before Phantom? No, I think Prometheus was the first one that was technically a prequel, and that was like 2015 or something. Relatively, if you go by the actual, like, the uh, the canon, Predator is a prequel to aliens because aliens and Predator are technically in the same canon. Where yeah, are we going with this? Like, this is already going off the well, rails. It's already like that. I think that's getting too far off. I, and I had to have the same title. It should have. I'm not gonna. Title. I'm not gonna lie. Drama. I a little bit of me was worried that you were gonna say Predator Two might be. Oh, the best as sequel. the best uh, sequel ever. It's, I know how much you love. It's Predators. not better than the original. So I okay, good, good. I, listen, yeah, man. I, I know you have you have some weird you have some some out there opinions when it comes to movies. So I was worried that we were going to catch yeah. like Commando too. Like oh, I didn't know course, what to I, expect from you. I I uh, I went best I, of the I best went back and forth <laughs> between the best sequel and it, for for the longest time it was always Empire because that's I don't know when I thought of sequels like the best second movie or even third movie, I always thought it was Empire. But is it that much better than Star Wars? That's where I think, I don't think it's that, because I think Star Wars, as far as culturally impacted society, like, it was that movie. That's the movie that, like, everybody in the 70s saw that movie. Like, old people, young people, new people, everybody went to see that movie. And they went to see it five, six, seven, eight times. And Empire was good, but was it that much better? My 
favorite sequel of all time. I think is the best sequel of all time. It's kind of crazy. And I think Todd will know. It's Ace Ventura 2. <laughs> Ace Ventura 2. Go back and watch Ace Ventura 2. Ace Ventura 2 has almost every single joke that Ace Ventura 1 had and does it better. And does it better. And then they add new jokes that are even better than the original jokes. Ace Ventura to the opening sequence when he's cl- rock wall climbing and the guy in the helicopter is like, Ace, wh- what are you doing? He's like, I'll just go to the top. Because you better turn back. Well, if I was you, then you'd be me. And I'd use your body to get to the top. You can't stop me no matter who you are. Get out of here, dude. It's, the opening of the film was just amazing. And it's just, it's so much better to me than the first one. Because the first one was a classic too. But every single joke is better, and they do it better in a better fashion. It's I don't know, dude. I I, I did not I did not see you I did not see you go in that direction because. But I think that's, that's, a, that's a curveball. I, I can almost agree with it though. Like I'm thinking of that movie right now. Like it's been a while. It's significantly to me. It's significantly better than the first one. And the but the first one. Lovely room of death. That's what I'm saying. Okay, bye bye then. <laughs> Significant. I don't know if it's significantly better. It is better. Here's, my, here's here's the thing though. Here's my argument for the first one being not better because when nature Wait, calls is definitely better. Yeah, the the Finkel and Einhorn stuff. I know <laughs> all that stuff is so funny. Him hunting down the different uh, the Dolphins players so he can check to see if their ring is missing the the stone, and like the the weird little sub stories there, like the dude at the urinal catching him taking a peek and like running the dude down on the track and chloroforming him like all that stuff it's there's little bits and pieces of the first ace ventura movie that are perfect but then there are some really really dumb parts and the right. second movie does those dumb parts so way better fun. and the stuff in the second one god the tommy davidson stuff and like oh that's, that's it's amazing. so so Steve, like them battling that's pretty funny stuff but i'd like to add also in the first one I'm kind of just, you know, the quotable nature of it. Anytime you watch a football game and they miss, you can just you can just go with the laces out, Dan, you know, like right. It's just I don't know. This this funny as hell to me, and it'll never get old. Oh yeah. But I just I always I always look at that one being the sequel that was so much better than the original that I loved so much. And also when he's in the shower and the crying games uh, song and that's so <laughs> right. Dude, in the second one, what's it's crazy. My favorite scene in the entire second movie, it's a look. Jim Carrey is talking with the chief in the sun, and they're in there talking, and they're talking back and forth about what's going to happen with the, the kid. And the guy goes, well, and, and uh, Ace will definitely be able to find your, uh, your animal. And the look, Ace looks at the guy and gives him this look. And I'm like, every time I watch, I'm like, that, that is why it, it, like Jim Carrey is who he is. Like that look, cause he gives this like shit eating grin and it's yeah. so good. Oh, I know. I know the scene. I know exactly oh, what you're talking about. So it's good. like that, oh. that eyebrow up, like, yeah, second, but every time I see it, I'm like, dude, that's and it's good. before, it's like, before he knows that it's a bat that he's, yeah, 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 yeah. Down. Like, he's still, that. Yeah. What's that? In living color, Jim, Jim Fire Marshal Bill. Yeah, uh, it's that same. Yeah, that eyebrow up, only uh, yeah. less burned to a crisp. On that, that's when he first started out. Um, or any movie. Who's Did you just call me White Devil? <laughs> yeah, that's I, how they know I, you. I said I knew you. 
that's yeah that's that's probably my favorite line in the whole movie when he's like i couldn't help but notice the white devil he's like it's how they know you yeah and the uh so we say around my house all the time because we have two male cats one of them just recently got his uh business switched up but uh Whenever they like lay in a way that their balls were hanging out the back, I, we would we always bumblebee tuna like every oh, time. Dude, every tuna. time, bumblebee your balls tuna. are showing bumblebee tuna, bumblebee like, tuna. like every single time. And, and now we can only do that with one of them. The Monopoly guy, right? Yeah, like, do not pass go. Like that whole that scene's great too. He <laughs> knocks him out and throws him over his shoulder. Uh, yeah, he's like activist. Yes, yeah. That <laughs> mine's mine's the beginning when he's driving the car and he's. <laughs> yeah. Throwing his head and they bat, they pan out and he's on a smooth brand new ass. Like a subway road. advertisement on the side of the highway. It's like a giant subway sign and shit. Yeah, and the the play off of him driving through the jungle and this they time say, he's uh, just on I, I watched ground. something that said that the entirety of him singing the song. The Chitty uh, Chitty Bang Bang. Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. That's all improvised. That whole thing. Oh, yeah. Sure. Have you watched that scene? Right when he starts to yell "chitty" at the end, where he's like "chitty," yeah, the dude next to him they have to cut. They they change yeah. the camera angle because he starts laughing because he's about he's to lose like, it. Could you just, imagine having to like act alongside Jim Carrey in the mid to late nineties? That's what I'm saying. Like his improv- improvisational skills, and like you know, never know what he's gonna do. He's yeah, like he's, Williams. Like I don't know. Oh God, I couldn't imagine. Like the. You know, I, I watch movies, I'm sure you guys do too, with like the, the commentary on and things like that. Like the uh-huh. and uh Judd Apatow always does the the linearama where he just literally tells the actors like here's where we're starting, here's where we need to get to, say whatever you want to say, but this is this has to happen as far as the scene continuing. And then he has just reels of these guys. Yeah, just ad libbing no, back and forth. Gay. Yeah, yeah, that whole yeah. that whole scene from from Forty Year Old Virgin, the yeah. macrame the jean shorts and stuff like that. <laughs> you couldn't you couldn't do that with a guy like Jim Carrey. You're gonna have like you're not gonna be able to use any of those takes because he's so much funnier and so over the top. Yeah. Think about but, trying to like hold in your laughter. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like these <laughs> ruin it have, for me every time. Dude. Exactly. Yeah, like, like for me, like there's so many times like watching Anchorman where like the scene where he's like. Uh, yep, yep. You just you bit you're knocked up. You better get out of the business. Holding his nose because there's not like it's just so it's just <laughs> yeah. so funny. There's no you guys way seen you the best of on Will Ferrell where he's like the old prospector. He's yeah. like, yeah. Yeah. It's for you and like Jimmy <laughs> Fallon and like all the dudes on there are just like there's dude, nothing you can do about it. Those... themselves, man. They're just like busted up. Gus like, oh, yeah, make, I just saw that on Snapchat or something. Make, there. make uh, a sound, make a sound like a chipmunk. It's like, what I does that sound like? Scenes for 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 is like when you look at like Chris Farley when he's doing Down by the River. Everyone in that scene, yeah, everyone in that scene he's is dying, dying. dude. Those are, and they're all I'm just like David Spade and Christina Applegate are literally covering their faces because yeah. they're those laughing are, so hard. Those are That's always. Those are like always my favorite SNL skits now, though. Like yeah. back in the day, I'd occasionally get annoyed when they couldn't keep it together. And now that's like my favorite thing. Jimmy Fallon, like that, he he was so bad about keeping it together. And it got really, really annoying for a long time. 
but now I like watch for stuff like that and it cracks me up. Debbie because- Downer one where they're all like, oh, none none of them. it might be a melanoma. Yeah. Have- and they're all just back? like, they can't do it. Have you ever seen the, I think it's, I think A&E, somebody did a special, it was like an hour long biography on Chris Farley and David Spade was talking about when him and Adam would go and they would tr- try these skits out. Farley would just deadpan him. Yeah. yeah. So they had no idea what he was going to do until the night of the show when they went live. And then he'd just go off rails. Yeah. And that's why they couldn't, they like, they couldn't keep it together. When they're doing the ga- the Gap Girls, he's like, she's, he's like, can I have some of your fries? He's like, lay off me. I'm starving. <laughs> like, and he just loses it. That might Dude, be, that might so be the funniest, like, if, if you just look at every moment of, of Chris Farley on SNL, like that has to be right there on the that's list. Up, that man. and like, ah, uh, that's really, nails, we, gotta, we gotta focus. Oh, yeah, sorry. Off track. We got focus. Going off sorry, Todd. But that's good. We should get to that later. When we will. With the sequel thing, we'll get to the best back around. I'm thinking right. about the sequel thing. I, I've got one. I don't know if it's the best sequel of all time, but it, it could be in the discussion is National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation pretty fucking classic i think it it, it's arguably better than the first as bad as the first one is so good yeah no i I I think it's better i think it's like generally perceived as the better film out of the two and to me it's i think it's arguably the greatest christmas movie of all time as well so it's so funny when he's putting up his christmas lights yeah I, I, I can't argue that. It's I think that sequel is better. Randy Quaid is fantastic in that movie. But this is the problem. It runs into, like I said, with Star Wars and Empire. Is it that much better than the original? So I'm going to say. Th- I don't think it's that. because, But you're. I think you are also right in the aspect that I'll watch Christmas Vacation way before I'll watch. Oh, the definitely. First Na- National Lampoon's uh, vacation. It, it, to me, the sequels. It's either that Terminator Two is up there for me. Yeah, Terminator Two. That's the other oh one God. that I, I struggle with that two. one a lot because it's so much better than the original Terminator. Dude, that was literally gonna be my pick. That was your. That was what you wanted. That's literally my pick. Was it? That it's was so much better. That was so I mean, much better than the first one, and you know why? It's because at the time the special effects were completely groundbreaking and crazy. How the dude could melt down and like come back dude, and stuff, and that movie holds up today. Watch it today. And it's I have. Good. I watched it a lot. I got it on Blu-ray now it's and so good. remastered. It's so crisp. And you know, yeah. also too, what are we talking about here? Arnold was the villain in the first movie, and he flipped the script totally to make him the hero. Right. He crazy. It's pretty crazy concept, honestly. And he reworked it uh, with the. Technology and the special effects, dude. I mean, it's just—it's an amazing movie, dude. It's one of the best. I said said at the beginning when I said "Nature Calls," I said it's my favorite. But I think you're right. I think Terminator Two is the best sequel. I was—I don't want to say multiple ones. I don't want to steal Caleb's. But once he's done picking, I have a few more I wanted to talk about specifically. So I was looking at it like. Terminator 2 obviously was one that I considered and of course Jedi like or uh, Empire like I said but that was the one that I really kind of expected all of us to just be like yep it's Empire this was a dumb category like we never picked chalk <laughs> like yeah what what were we thinking I didn't expect 
drama to come out of left field with Ace Ventura when nature calls. That was a good topic, uh, conversation starter for sure. Yeah, for sure. Um, for me, and Todd almost ruined it earlier when we were talking about it. I think it's the Dark Knight. That was the one I wanted to talk about. I can't too. argue that one either. And it's it's, it's and, better. And the thing is, if you look at those, like the the Christopher Nolan Batman movies, Batman Begins oh. isn't bad, but when you stack it up against the other two, it's glaringly bad. Yeah, it's just kind of like, eh, meh. You know? I disagree. Like, so I, Dark- Batman, I think the first one's better than the third one. I think you're wrong. I think the third one's almost as good as the second one. Ooh, I, I agree think... with Caleb on this. No. no. You guys hate you guys hate Ooh. Bane? Is that what's going on here? You I hate Bane? Tear here. Second no. one. Third one right here. I don't hate Bane. Bane has really bad pacing problems for me. Like I don't dude, hate Bane, time, but like... like he broke his back and then he's back in Gotham and I like that yeah, the, that's... the time issues for me like messed with my head when I was watching that movie. That's my only that's my only issue with yeah. Dark Knight Rises is the fact that they don't do a good job of expressing how much time has passed. Right. Because yeah. if you look at it side by side, like he broke his back and then he's able to fight Bane again. And at the same time, most of Gotham's police force has been in a cave for like months. And they and right. they come out and they're fine. Like yeah, I, I just, so the, the timeline yeah. that's the, that's my only issue with that movie. They tried if it wasn't force- for that, if they would have done a better job with that, I think I would have they tried Maybe to force too much into the third movie. The Dark Knight. Like Talia Al Ghul doesn't exist in the first movie, but she exists in the third movie. You've, you're trying to shove Catwoman down everybody's throat. Wait, wait. I have an I have a, a question for you on that one, Todd. When you say that she didn't exist, that's not necessarily true. We didn't I mean, know about it. Yeah, we didn't know about her, but she's a pretty substantial character. Not know that's his argument, yeah. I guess I, I, I will I, argue that the second one is better than the first for sure. I completely agree. The second one is better, the second than one is by far the best movie in the series. I and I think, and I top, think that the, top to bottom, it's the best film or it's the best one in the series. And uh, what I was telling Todd, like before we really got started, and that's why I said I like Todd almost ruined it because my only gripe with The Dark Knight is that I don't think it was it would have gotten the acclaim that it got if Heath Ledger didn't die. Exactly. I agree I mean, with that, too. I agree with that. I like, that that boosted it. It had to. It made well, all for sure. a cult feature to the movie, you know? Yeah. I yeah. mean, it, it, throws, it throws that extra bit of, like, sentimentality. And Heath Ledger's performance is great. I don't want to take anything away from it. But if he, would, if he were still alive, I don't think it's the kind of performance that gets nominated for Oscars if he's still alive. I think I don't know. That's kind of a hot. Take. I think I don't know. Well, I think he. I think he's the third best Joker. So, like, what? I put Jack. I put Jack Nicholson in front of him, and I put Joaquin Phoenix in front of him. Okay. All right. I Listen. put Mark Hamill in front of Joaquin Phoenix, and he's doing it as an animated yeah, character. Boys. <laughs> you didn't like the You didn't like the new Joker movie. Tyler? I thought it was a great movie, but I don't. It wasn't better than Heath Ledger's performance. I agree. What if what if Joaquin Phoenix would have died in between filming Doesn't and matter. the release of the movie? Wasn't better. I, I I don't disagree that I think some of the mystique from Dark Knight is because Heath Ledger died. I don't disagree with that. But right, it's like, the Brandon Lee Crow stuff. Right. Yeah. But I I also 
I've gone back and just watched the Joker sequences from that movie, and he's so good. Like, yeah, he he is good. I don't think sequence- it's Oscar good though. I really don't. Oh, best supporting actor for sure that year. Yeah, yeah that that year for sure. What was it up against? I guess I haven't really ever dug um, that deeply into it, but I don't know. Research what, guy but- Todd, pull it up. I know you're already. I know you're. Already I'm, on. I'm already working on it. So out of these four, you guys, we got to whittle it down. Now that doesn't have to be a winner because it's just no. It, okay. it honestly is. It's an opinion because mine. I like I said. I think Terminator Two is the best over because Terminator Two is this much better than Terminator One. Are you hating like, on Terminator One or are you just that I'm not hating yeah, on it? Terminator One. Terminator One was just okay. I was I was around to see Terminator One and I was old. Terminator yeah. One was just okay. It had. When a, did Terminator One come out? What was it? Eighty four. 83 or four. Yeah. It was like, it was one of those things that Terminator one was really good because Arnie, Arnie was like, like, he was, he was, he wasn't intimidating. Hasn't been out yet. He really, he didn't have a lot of lines. He was just like, kind of big. Yeah. But it was was like, it wasn't that Arnold Schwarzenegger was a great actor in the movie because he didn't have lines and you didn't, there was no feeling behind the character in, the second one, it's just bonkers, dude. It's so much better. Like it, and like you said earlier, it stands up. I agree. You can watch it today, yeah. and, and and my kids, you, I, I, I'm confident. In five years, when my kids want to watch that movie, it's still going to be a, a good like, Whoa, movie. cool. Yeah, yeah. It'll keep Not their like, oh, interest. Lame, dad. What? Ugh. The way it's shot, how bright, and James Cameron's brilliant when it comes to like uh, technology that that really pushed the limits in, in special effects. And I think that movie, like avatar. Yeah. Yeah. Todd, what you got? So one role could have beat him that year. I would have given it to this person. Give me the, give me the rest of just I'll give you the names, not the movies. No, just list them off. Heath Ledger. Josh Brolin and Mel. Nope. Oh, for milk. Okay. Philip Seymour, Philip Seymour Hoffman in Doubt. Okay. Michael Shannon in Revolutionary Road. Okay. And Robert Downey Jr. in Tropic Thunder. He, oh, really? I know. Is that real? Word of God. Kurt Lazarus? <laughs> you serious? Kurt Lazarus. The only reason, though, is because you love that character so much. Robert, Robert Downey Jr. as Kirk Lazarus as Os- you really Lincoln Osiris. At- All right. Yeah. This is getting kind of a... We can go all. We can. Tropic Thunder should be a topic for a. <laughs> That'll be yeah. We'll have a whole. We can, we can talk I for can two hours. Podcast. I, I, could, I was going to say that is. It's. So I was going to say drama. We should have a spinoff. Just me and you, just extolling the virtues of Tropic Thunder as it's a whole. So good. What a cast. It's Super comedy it wise. It's one of the greatest comedies. It's top ten I, easily. So I How swear to God, when I was Tom Cruise at the end. Oh my god. When I was right, Les Grossman. When I was working at the distillery. This is su- super weird, but uh, our our brewer, I honestly think he's only seen like three movies in his whole life. So I think bad. he's seen, I think he's seen Tropic Thunder. I think he's seen The Other Guys, <laughs> and Deadpool. And I think that's it because he, those are the only movies that I ever heard him like quote or anything. I like quoted, all those. Oh, they're all amazing. <laughs> yeah, all movies. Those, yeah. They're all they're all so good. Dirty Mike and the Boys. <laughs> yeah, there's there's oh, the other guys is like his favorite. There's quite a list of other uh, like. 
other sequels that could be in the discussion though like jesse was saying like i've been i i was looking at when we yeah, started talking I have a about couple right here on top of my head can i mention real quick for you look? yeah yeah go ahead how about aliens one yep very we'll good i almost that. took that one because that one's incredible i mean first one was more of a suspense horror and the second one was like almost like a- all action crazy actually, right? yeah yeah and that's and also so i will say Cameron. that's why that's why I like Dude, Alien more than I like Aliens, for okay. the record. Oh, really? How about yeah. this one? Godfather 2. That's a pretty much obvious choice. Um, it is kind of before our times, but it's like the only sequel that really the first one won so many awards and the second one won more Oscars. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, and that was that was what Todd and I were talking about before Chino we were recording. Was like, it, like Godfather 2 and Empire are – Always, if you Google like best sequels lists and polls right. and stuff, They're those are always going to be one and two. And but it's like, because, I don't know if like Empire got as much awards. Like, well, I think it's, I think it's because the first films were so iconic yeah. that nobody, I mean, yeah, you expect the second one to be good, but nobody expects them to be amazing. There, there's some obscure ones that I like, like Hot Shots Part Deuce. Uh, Brian Eggs like, it's better than the first one. <laughs> That's hey. not saying that much, though. Neither one of those oh, movies dude, is that don't, good. Don't, don't talk bad about Hot I kind of like those type of movies. Nick and Gun sequels, well. both of them. Blade? I like those type of movies. Blade 2. Blade and Blade 2? Blade was good, but Blade 2 is better. Wait a My second. Opinion. I think I, I don't think two. I could. How about um, Lord of the Rings? Awesome. With Ron Perlman? I don't think I could distinguish the plots. Rings. Just thinking of oh, Lord of the Rings is another good one. The second one and the third one are both really great. I'm saying, Last, um, Cru- Last Crusade, Indiana Jones. If I'm oh yeah yeah, uh, if I'm thinking about Blade, yeah. I don't think if you just said tell me the plot of Blade, Blade Two, and Blade Trinity, the only thing I could tell you is that Blade Trinity has Ryan Reynolds in it. Aside from that, movie. aside from that, like they're all just one blur of Wesley Snipes killing people to me. Guillermo like, del Toro directed the second one. The that Reapers was, looked so the, much the way more badass. Were, the, the new like, vampire or whatever. The vampires were so much cooler looking. Everything just, about that movie. Donnie Yen was in it. I was just never, I was just never that into the Blade movies, the man. Like, I just never really like. So intimidating. And, and some of the Lethal Weapon sequels are better than the first one. Oh wait, Blade. Blade we, One had Stephen Dorff, that, right? That kind of bothered me, though. Blade Blade One was the one with Stephen Dorff, yes. Yes. Gross. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you're right. Blade Two is better. None of the Lord of the Rings movies are better than Fellowship. No, I'll no, and it. that's why, and that's why Fellowship I didn't mention the Lord of the Rings, and that's why I didn't mention any of them. I'm saying the second one and the third one were really good, though. Like, no, but they weren't right. as good as the, 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 they're not better than the first one, and that's why okay. they don't really ah, qualify ah, for the. Yeah. I, thought, the I thought everybody was saying movie. that Two Towers and Return of the King were better. No, than what I'm saying is, I'll put that the trilogy as a whole against a lot of trilogies. You know? Oh, definitely. Oh, yeah. I think I think the Lord of the Rings trilogy is the best trilogy. Well, and especially top to bottom. Especially if you if you watch them in the full like the yeah the crazy ass like four and a half hour long the extended versions yeah, yeah. maybe I just, just need the... to give them another try can Why? we parlay yeah, yeah, Todd not a fan can we parlay to our next choice uh, the most uh, what was it the greatest moment you've had at a movie theater or whatever or you know well what were you gonna say Todd I can't I can't st- I can't stand them I've tried to watch them I I just don't like them. I don't, like any of them. Both I don't like one. 
I don't like two. I don't like three. I don't like the I fucking like ones with the, the prequels with the fucking... No, okay, fucking the Hobbit no. movies sucked. I'll give you that all day. And maybe I need to go back and watch the you're extended wrong, ones you're that you're talking about. Right I hate those movies. They're, They're so boring good. as hell. I just absolutely in the pressed theater, that button on accident, Todd. I'm, or John, I'm sorry about throwing that logo up next to your noggin there for a second. I don't put it on Todd's face for saying that. Slander. <laughs> They're just right. boring to me. I like maybe it's when they came out. I didn't care about them. Right. And, and maybe I just need to go back. I I have never tried to rewatch them. Your entire really movie. Good. Wait yeah, a second. Wait a right. second. So you gave them you gave them one shot. Yep. The and standard. Like, the third and you, one, yeah, I'm good. And you watch the standard editions. Right. Yep. Yeah, you're screwing up, man. Like <laughs> you need to watch. I, we should I'll do even, that, Todd. You should come over and we'll do that. I'll, I'll, I'll screen. I was going to say, I've dude, that's all on Blu-ray and the extended vi- v- versions too. I'm, I'm now. absolutely willing to drive. Oh, I don't even know what it is, like an hour and forty minutes from here to Fort yeah. Wayne, just I think, to participate. In I think I saw the first one on television. Oh, dude, that's the I saw the well, like second D&D? one. What? Like I, five hours watching that. I saw the second <laughs> one. I think on. I might have seen the second one in theaters. That's Literally the one with the trees in it, right? Dude, you're torturing yourself. Like, that's is the second one the one that's got like the walking trees in it? Caleb oh my just god, dude! Right now. Oh my god! <laughs> no idea, dude. Slab <laughs> time. There it is. What the first one on TV? Three-hour movie oh, on TV equals five. <laughs> Nobody has been more worthy of this clown time. Not just in the history of our, our the short, short history of our podcast, but in the history of anything. Uh. So you just seen them you when are they basing, first came out, and that was it. Yeah, you was are like, basing time, your opinion. Well, you're basing your opinion of Lord of the Rings on a one one time viewing of the Fellowship of the Ring <laughs> on, on TNT, <laughs> and then a probably TBS, and then <laughs> and then a one time viewing of the Two Towers also on television. No, I saw. I think I saw that one in the theater. That's the one with like the walking trees the or whatever. Ends. Yeah, yeah. The and towers, then you, right? I don't know. And then, I don't and, yeah. And then you have not watched the third one at all. I've seen the third one. The third one's where they have like the big ass war and there's fucking elephants and shit. I've seen that. Wow, dude. Yeah. This was, this was very much and disappointing. I, I, I probably have never. I've never. I can't think of once that I've ever tried to rewatch them. I think you I should give them another try. Yeah, they, you should. Uh, well, at least Fellowship. Watch Fellowship all the way through uh, with the extended version on Blu-ray. You oh, have to watch man. it on the Blu-ray and give it that because and we'll have to do it at your place so we can get the surround sound and shit going because it it's a great it's a great movie, man. Literally watching the uh, Lord of the Rings first movie in IMAX was the most groundbreaking mo- moment for me in theater history because just watching that in IMAX and the whole spectacle of that movie. I'll never forget yeah. that. And I watched that with my dad when I was probably like 11 or 12. It was the first IMAX movie I've ever seen. It was blew my mind, dude. Well, that was nope. the other topic we wanted to talk couldn't have been, about. Was... Couldn't have been 11 or 12. The Lord of the Rings came out when we were in high school, I'm pretty sure. Like 14. 2001? Yeah, it, it came out when we were seniors. Really? I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah. it was 2000. I was like an eighth grader, a freshman when it came out. Yeah. I saw it. So I saw it in the theater with Jacob Swagger. In Either way, I saw an IMAX. That was the first IMAX movie I've seen. It was crazy. Wow. Oh, Jake Swagger, the WWE wrestler. What's that? <laughs> no. Is it Jake Swagger, the WWE wrestler? Is no, there he a WWE says Applebee's. Is there a WWE wrestler named Jake Swagger? Yeah, there was at Jack one point. Swagger. It's oh, Jack Swagger. Swagger. Uh, yeah. Two G's. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. No. Uh, no. Jacob went to school with me and Jesse, and then yeah, he worked. We, we he worked with yeah. all four of us at yeah. Applebee's too. I don't remember that dude. 
He was cool. So, Jake so Jesse, cool. so Jesse, obviously that was a super uh, memorable moment when you were 11 and that movie came out. <laughs> well, that was the I other thing we had to talk brain. about. <laughs> all of our first cinematic, like the, the moment when you were in the movie theater that you were like, I love going to movies. I love watching movies like that. Like my, the first movie I ever saw in the theater was Return of the Jedi. I don't remember much. The only, and the only reason I, I, the only thing I remember from that movie, honestly, I was four years old, was my mom covered my eyes when uh, Princess Leia was choking out Jabba the Hutt. She was like, for some reason, didn't want to watch me, to watch yeah. him get choked out, but it was okay watching him like slice people up with a lightsaber. Yeah, totally like, different. Totally but different. But anyway. Well, one's a realistic like, way that humans can die in real life and right, one's a laser yeah. sword, so... <laughs> But like, what was like your guys's favorite experience? Like that moment at a movie theater where you're like, "This is amazing!" Like it just blew well, you. Away. It's kind of cheesy, but I took my little brother to Joe Dirt when he was seven, and I was seventeen. That was pretty cool. Okay, that is so not like a movie a that I would thing. let a seven-year-old watch. I don't think exactly. That's why it's so good. It's pretty. Dang, it's pretty border. It's pretty borderline for seven. Right. What you got a wine burger? <laughs> Kid Rock and shit in that movie was. Yep. So hard. <laughs> I got a backup mic. Yeah, but the big hunk of shit. You eating the ketchup off it? Dude, you were eating off of it. That's my favorite line of that whole movie. I just said that to all make y'all laugh. Like, I just said that to make y'all laugh. Yeah, dude, you were eating off it. What um, about guilty pleasure movie? And I don't care. I think I, love I think movie. for mine, like you kind of hit on it before, and that's why I got up right before we started recording. I actually have a photo of the first movie I ever saw. Oh, yeah. oh my god! Who's in the oh. turtle dudes? They My God, Todd. and I will tell you, I remember being pissed because it was the two turtles I didn't want to meet. I wanted to meet Leo and Mikey, and I was pissed that it was Donnie and Raph. Dude, we would have been Todd. We would have been perfect to hang out because the two that you liked the most, like. Michelangelo and Leonardo were your favorites. My favorite. Pretty much, yeah. When I was a kid, I was I was a Raph and Donatello guy. As a and kid, then, I loved uh, Leonardo. Because of the double swords, I was like, he's got the best weapon. But then, as it as I got older, it was Donatello all day. Like so Donatello, my thing, the staff. my thing with Donatello was that if if me and my little brother and my cousins were playing Ninja Turtles, Ninja like, Turtles too, they would have. Well, no, I'm saying like if we were playing Ninja Turtles in the yard and shit, like, oh, yeah. imaginary like, Ninja Turtles. Yeah, like they'd have to they'd have to like find the right length stick to break to have two sides or two right. swords. I could use any broomstick that I could find. Right. You know what yeah. I mean? Like I didn't, need to, I didn't need to hunt very hard to be to be Donatello, and I would yeah. Plus, like when you're playing Ninja Turtles and you accidentally hit Leonardo with your staff as Donatello, you know, sorry, cousin Jonathan. Like Wait, I did not mean. That game. I think. Oh, dude, uh, I still have it. Here we go. You remember it? You remember like go- watching the movie? Yeah. You remember it? I, and it may it may be because I've seen it so many times. It's right. it's difficult because I was only like four or five, something like that. Right. I remember going. I remember that that day kind of like vaguely. I would say the only other thing it wouldn't be when I realized that I liked movies, but it's one of my favorite movie memories, and my wife brings it up all the time. When we first started talking, I love Jackass. And the yeah. second one was coming out. And I was dead determined. I was like, look, I'm seeing it. You're welcome to. C-. I literally remember saying, I was like, you're welcome to come with me and my friends and see this movie if you want. 
but I'm seeing this movie. And she came with us. And that what was the year? first date we ever had. <laughs> was What year are we talking about there? Jackass 2. I'm Googling. 2006. 2006, yeah. Yeah, that was the first time we ever went on a date. Was Jack- no, Jackass 3 was our first years date. Ago. 16 years ago. It would have been wow, Jackass 3 then. I just so remember crazy. being Jackass and her being, yeah. Has anybody 2010. seen the new one? It was Jackass 3. Yeah, days. I saw the new one. I saw I'm the not. new one. How was yeah, it? I haven't. Not. You miss the old, you miss the CKY guys. Like they, so, they kind of try to replace them and it doesn't work. There was a couple, there was a couple pretty, really great Yeah, there's spots, good like, stuff in it. And most of the stuff that's still good is the, is the same old guys. Like, Knoxville yeah. getting flipped by that bull was literally yeah. going to be like Muhammad Ali in like five years. He's had so much. Aaron, Aaron Aaron McGee with the bear and the taser and shit. Dude, that was. I the, think the I think the funniest part, and I hate to like if spoil me. Any of our any of our viewers or Jesse that are worried about this. I've seen spoiled, a lot of shots already. Um, the stuff with the, the the room where they turn the lights out was yeah, hilarious. That's really good, especially with McGee and uh, the other England. Yeah, they're just losing England. it. Yeah, you can tell they're just over it. You know what I mean? Like it's that. Those are my favorite parts of the Jackass movies when you can tell that they're broke. You know what I mean? Like I they're like just like, they're like I'm done. Like I'm, <laughs> they're like shaking and shit. Like yeah. I'm the, always the nerves the are shot, man. Dude, he always gets shitted on the worst. He had the, oh the pubes the on the face. Yeah, oh. exactly. We we I don't even have to talk about this with you. We already brought it up. <laughs> he was a terrorist and they glued pubes to his face. Oh my god! And then he had smoking joint pubes. It's I absolutely think the, the meanest uh, stunt they've ever done. I mean, it's not even it's not even close. Like when I think about the horrible. the mean shit that they've done to each other, the pube beard in that <laughs> so that is that is definitely the one that I'm like, you guys are just that's just a dick you know, move. They, they, they doubled down by rolling him a joint of, of the pubes and he smoked it. But then also drama. I don't know, like Todd, you might not even did you watch much of the CKY stuff? I loved it. I have them all upstairs. Yeah. Okay, so wild stuff. The the dirty Sanchez, the congratulations when he oh, and, congratulations oh. and he just yeah. takes the poop oh. and writes it across his face. Yeah, we would fight. Like, we would be in a fight. So my favorite part <laughs> yeah, of that is when drag out brawl. I'm like, my favorite part is when when they're like, oh, you should just throw jelly on him or something, and Bam's like, jelly. You put shit on my face. That's like. Like that stuff, th- those old videos are so yeah, much so better. I mean, they were ruthless. Was like in the glass window, just eating, and he, could, he like but, spreads his butt cheeks and just poops in the window. What? Some yeah. of it was just pure. <laughs> some of it was pure gold, though, because it was like reactions from regular people. Like when they, my favorite thing they ever did on one of the CKY DVDs is they made a fake dummy and threw it off of an overpass. Oh my god! And the car so hits it like dead straight on. I and that person I, gets out of the car, and you know that that person for a moment thought, thought that their that life they was just over. Killed somebody, yeah, they thought <laughs> like, that their, they thought that their life was over. Yeah, yeah. they were wild. horrified. Wild, some of the stuff they used to do. All right, we're let's not get sidetracked. You, Drama. You. Okay, so you? so mine, I've got two that I've like from the moment that you brought this up. There's two that stick in my head, and one is Jurassic Park. God, that was mine. That was yours. Sorry. So I saw I was, it in the theater. Same. And... Same. Like I was like ten. I'm pretty sure, or like just about to turn ten. It was like July Fourth weekend. I'm pretty sure yeah. of '93. Um. So yeah, just about to turn ten, and I remember like just 
that opening scene, just everything with the shoo-ha and everything. And then the moment that really gets me every time, and still like watching it now, and especially watching it with saying. my with my daughters and stuff, like when they like it's the first time they see all the, the dinosaurs like dinosaurs. walking through. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. And like and Dr. Sadler like freaking out and then yeah. it pulls back and then brontosaurus <laughs> like it's it's incredible that the only thing that i can think of that it comes close to that was independence day and it's a very specific part of independence day when the flames when the the plane flies into that like wall of flames like the plane tries to pull up oh and yeah. he hits the, the uh, force field no no no, no. No, it's like the Air Force One tries to, or not Air Force One, one of the planes tries to pull heli- up. It was a helicopter or something, wasn't it? No, because the, the president's wife's on the helicopter. I'm talking the plane flies straight into this wall of flames. Oh, and the yeah, planes yeah, yeah. come in through the front. And it was the coolest thing that I have ever had ever seen at that point on that big of a screen. Like, just the, because you don't, I don't know. It's so hard to explain, really. Like, the, the, like visceral reaction that I had at 13 years old watching that and being like, damn, that, that was like what flames would really look like. Cause it doesn't look like a campfire. You know what I mean? It looks like explosion flames coming straight out of that big ass screen right at you. It's so cool. Speaking of movies holding up, Jurassic Park still holds up too. Yeah. Like Terminator. I have two instances as well. One of them was Jurassic Park. I remember, that scene specifically with the music, so all that shit, the brontosaurus, and this is Jurassic Park, the guy in the back, all of that. Like, I remember thinking to myself, holy shit, yeah. there's fucking dinosaurs in this bitch. Like, because it was <laughs> so real. Because everything I because I grew up in the 80s and there was nothing. Yeah, nothing graphics were like awful. That CGI yeah. wise, nothing. Yeah, right. I remember going, holy Next shit. Level. And I looked at my dad, and my dad is like, holy shit. Yeah. Like, this is amazing. Like, this is an experience you can't get. Like, it's in, like, it just blows your mind, like, what they could do with CGI back then. Like, yeah. and animatronic. And it just, I and remember. Most just, of the dinosaurs in that movie, I believe, were yeah. animatronic. Yeah. Well, yeah. not well, for that. Like, that sequence we're talking about, there was a no, lot that of was CGI. CGI. Yeah. yeah. All I'm of the up close stuff. Because it's all practical. Everything. It was all yeah, it was all practical. Yeah, uh, yeah. hardly like hardly any of it. All that shit. Hardly any of it was was green screen or digital or anything. They built those big ass sets like that. The the scene where the T Rex attack, like the first one where the, the he knocks the the yeah. SUV over the side of the the wall and everything. That was all real. Like that yeah. was none of that was digital. None of that was CGI. Yeah, they legit, yeah, they legit like lowered basically a, an SUV, a Ford Explorer, down like a forty foot cement cliff, hitting trees as it went down. I mean, it was all real, like practical, like drama said. Like it's not, none of it is. I'm looking forward to the sequel, but I think we got to temper our expectations a little bit because they, they're gonna go full Michael Bay. You know, you know, well, somebody ruined somebody ruined a thing for me the other day. Now, when you go back and watch the first one, when you're watching the T Rex chase scene. And he's like, speed up, speed up, and he hits the shifter, and then they change the camera angle, and it shows yeah. the T Rex hitting that yeah. that big tree. Yeah. When he hits the tree, 
the there's you're not look you're looking at the T-Rex in the tree, but there's nobody in the car. Right. Yeah. <laughs> there's nobody. Yeah. There's nobody in the backseat. Like yeah. Empty cars. Yeah. It's only for a second, but you notice it right away. As soon as oh, somebody man. points it out to you, you're like, oh yeah. yeah. But the second thing, what in the sec it was an instance where I knew I didn't just like regular ass movies. Like I, I knew that like weird movies were kind of my thing. Like I where it was like I don't want to just see the regular cookie cutter, you know, uh blockbusters and stuff like that. And it was Edward Scissorhands, dude. I remember watching Edward Scissorhands and being like, what is this? Like, <laughs> this is a crazy ass movie. Like I in in Beetlejuice was right after that. I had saw Beetlejuice and that was crazy too. But for me, Edward Scissorhands was like this movie where it was like, this guy's got fucking scissor hands. How did this happen? Like what brain, the movie was so good, it made me disbelieve or believe that this could actually happen. And and that it was one of those things that like I it was done so well that I stopped questioning scissor hands. That's impossible. Johnny Depp is so good that it was like I, I I stopped thinking about it and just let my brain go. Like and then it's just I remember the whole I saw that movie like 15 times in the movie theater. Like I was obsessed with it? It. I went to the dollar theater every Friday, I'd ask my dad, Dad, can we go see Edward Scissorhands? <laughs> dad, can we go see Edward Scissorhands? It's at the Dollar Theater, Dad. It's a dollar. For, for the record, for the yeah. record, Beetle, Beetlejuice is a better movie than Edward Scissorhands, just so we're on the same page here. I don't know. I just I just introduced Edward Scissorhands to my seven-year-old. She loved it. And I I, I, yeah, I, my girls, my girls have both seen Edward Scissorhands. I, don't, I guess I don't disagree if you think that Edward Scissorhands wasn't as good as Beetlejuice. I think it's it was just in my brain that's when i knew i didn't i didn't just like cookie cutter movies for sure like this movie was out there and i really liked it i was like why why do i like this so much it's got an out there concept and it was like and i feel like that was the movie that really was like okay you can watch some crazy cuz i've watched crazy movies dude like i've gone on tears where i watched movies about like murderers, like just weird, weird, weird shit that you, sure. you know. And guy and stuff. I feel like that was the movie that started that obsession. It's great. It was a cinema moment. I, I I love it. And when he's the snow coming down and shit, like all of that, like it's just excellent, excellent. He was a hell think, of a um uh, skilled uh, with his um lawn, right? Lawn. Yeah, all the topiaries and everything. Like, I call it my gateway movie because it's like the gateway to like weird cinema. It was like the first one that yeah, made me realize, like, like, like yeah, oh, like, there's more out there than really like, weird. Oh, what other weird shit can I find? And it's like eraser yeah. heads out there. Like people haven't even seen eraser head. It's crazy. Like oh, I've seen eraser head. Yeah, it's fucking. That crazy. is crazy. My brother like, watches all the Lost out, Highway. Yeah. Like start watching some right. crazy I've movies. Seen that that soundtrack was dope. Yeah, I would, was. Jesse. I was gonna say. I think I watched Lost Highway for the first time with Aaron, with your brother. Yeah, really. Lost uh, Highway is creepy as shit. Yeah, we. So, I had my older brother six years older than me, and then when we were younger, we spent a lot of time with our cousins and stuff, and like You're exposed to a lot. Yeah. So he. Yeah. So Laz, my brother, was. He's six years older than me. He's the youngest of that first wave of cousins. And I'm the oldest of the second wave of cousins. So, like, I didn't 
always necessarily want to hang out with my little brother and the cousins that were closer to me in age. A lot of times I wanted to try to hang out with the older kids and some of the random shit that I watched with them, like heavy metal. Like I remember, I remember watching heavy metal with Laz and Ben and Eddie are two of my cousins when I was like seven. Like I was talking shit about like Joe dirt being borderline for a seven-year-old. Heavy metal's borderline for a fifteen-year-old. You know what I mean? And like, yeah. like Laz, like Laz and them probably shouldn't have been watching it. And they got me sitting there watching it, and I'm like, oh, it's a cartoon, basically yeah. pornography to a seven-year-old. You know what I mean? Oh like, yeah, for sure. It was wild. And like, I think, like you said, watching Edward Scissorhands and like being oh, like opened up. Like all of a sudden, it was like your gateway to oh, there's other stuff out there besides what I've been watching up until now. Right. And I think a lot of that stuff that I watched from the age of like eight, you know, seven, maybe I'm exaggerating a little at seven. I might've been nine or 10 when they showed me heavy metal, but we're still talking about like way too early. And also we had VHS tapes that we had recorded off of my uncle's like satellite dish that some of them had movies that like, they were, I was never going to have the opportunity to see those in the theater, but then yeah. you watch them and you're just like, Whoa, this is crazy stuff. Yeah, that's one of the best things about having an older brother that's two years older than you or older cousins. I got exposed yeah. to a lot of awesome music, uh, movies, video games. I remember going over to my older cousin's house, they were probably about probably about the same gap as between you and Laz, your older brother, but they're about five or six years older than us at least. But I remember going over to their house and they had, um, you talk about Jamie? No, I'm talking about my cousin's Mark. Uh, oh, yeah. What's Jamie like? Three, four years older. This is on the other side. Uh, he's oh, gotcha. Like years older. Anyway, we went over there and he had a poster of Red Hot Chili Peppers "Mother's Milk" on the wall. Yeah. I don't know if you guys are familiar with that. Yeah, with them nursing yeah. from. Yeah. yeah, and I was like, I thought that was. Oh man, that's crazy. This is the coolest <laughs> band ever. Then he also had the game Altered Beast, which I didn't have. Oh, yeah. I remember Altered Beast. Side. She was awesome, man. Turning into monsters, ripping people apart. Like, yeah. Dude, I remember playing that's Altered cool. Beast the the pizza king in fremont or actually now it's now it's pizza king like this was back when it was charboy way back they had an altered beast machine like that was the only arcade game they had oh yeah and i oh man pumped a lot of quarters into that man just having older brothers siblings or cousin is great for uh, oh yeah for sure todd you don't have any siblings do you yeah i've got two older and my sister uh my sister worked She's the one that got me to work at Applebee's. She she was six years older than me, and my brother's eight years older than me. She worked there with us, man. That was so long ago. Mm-hmm. Wait a she... second, you had a sister that worked with us at Applebee's? Not time? when you did. I think John might have worked. Oh, there she was gone time. before. She, she was, was gone, gone before we started. She, yeah, it was. It she was... wasn't there much longer. Like after I was there, I was there, yeah. and then she she moved on like she was only there yeah she was only there for a couple of months when i first started working and there. if she's if she's six years older than you that's like my age right what are you 32 35 oh you're she's closer. my age she's oh, my gotcha. age. okay yeah you look so much younger than that todd because you have such a baby face and you hate lord of the rings and you hate lord of the rings <laughs> <laughs> Clementine. Uh, that might be that might be the young that is I think that is the youngest thing about you, Todd, is your hatred of Lord of the Rings. I just I, I may like I said, maybe I just need to give it a like a DVD quality 
no, Blu-ray. Sit and watch it. Blu-ray. It has to be Blu-ray. Not DVD. Take a little yeah, puff of Gandalf's pipe before you watch it. It's beautiful, dude. Mind <laughs> drive. Like, the opening <laughs> sequence with uh, with Frodo and Gandalf, like, it's, oh, it's like beautiful. It's so, beautiful. and I don't I don't mean to say this in a way that like did they where they made that like <laughs> takes away. I don't I don't want to like <laughs> I don't want to imply that like maybe you or like John cares more about movies and the way they're made than the rest of us but like it does take a different kind of eye to appreciate the way that movie was put together like i'm not I saying have, the movie's not beautiful i just like i feel like when i watched it the first time i'm like todd fucking dumb. Your, your opinion's not valid right now i'm still i'm too mad at you to think that anything that you say about lord of the rings matters right now i I think if you watch it again in Blu-ray, I think, I think you would appreciate it a little bit more. All right. I think I think if you I think if you watch it I think if you watch it with the wrong people, yeah. you're gonna hate it more. And I think I right. might be the wrong people because I will be the the world's biggest Lord of the Rings like apologist Damn. the whole time. Yeah. Any little part that I've ever had an issue with, I'll be like, now Todd, ignore this. Like don't <laughs> right don't, now they don't, don't talk about this. Tom Bombadil, but you just need yeah, to forget about it. Absolutely, absolutely forget that Tom Bombadil <laughs> was excluded from these movies. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Tom Bombadil, so I mentioned my cousin Jonathan earlier that I used to Ninja Turtles with. Um, we had a fake band, which might be the silliest thing that I've ever said. <laughs> and that band's name was Tom Tom and the Bombadils. <laughs> uh, that's awesome. Me and Jesse were in a fake band called the Barry Lincolns. <laughs> I remember watching one of your guys' videos. You redid the uh, Radiohead uh, Karma Police. <laughs> and, like, and, and they they did the whole video, but they shot it on like a like a VHS recorder. So bad, so good. No, it was not good. It was it horrendous. was not good. It was so bad. It was a Matchbox car that was on fire. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> When you guys say VHS, like the only thing I think about when you talk about recording stuff. What you when you talk about recording stuff with a VHS, and you were earlier you were talking about like taping movies or off TV, no, and for some reason I don't know why, but when we were growing up, my parents had this VHS tape oh, that was no. a recording of Harry and the Hendersons, ah. and I have oh, no idea God. why, but with dude, we would watch it. It was John Lithgow. Like we were yes. all the time. Harry and the Hendersons. Up. Harry and the Hendersons was a huge part of my childhood. I swear to God, I've seen that movie fifty times. I watched it a lot too. Yeah, I liked Harry and the Hendersons too. <laughs> it was good. It's a good movie. I like, man. Good I liked it. Like I don't know if you saw what I was talking. What about. Whatever happened to that little boy? <laughs> Ernie, I don't know. Bob, get on it. Oh, Ernie, you about in the chat. <laughs> What's yeah. that? What he said in the chat. He goes. What's the movie that made you laugh the most when you saw it in the theater? Oh, in the theater. Because the there's theater. some movies that you see afterwards that are funnier. Dude, I like, you left the movie the theater, theater, you like when yeah, you left dude, the movie theater, like your chest or like you were like, dude, that movie was hilarious. Like gut busting funny. I know what mine was. So that's a weird one though, too. I don't know if, if it is the same for you guys, but like a lot of how I take in a comedy movie has to do with the people I'm with. Right. Absolutely. absolutely. So like I've seen some, some really, really funny movies in the theater that I didn't truly appreciate until I saw them afterwards. Cause laughter is contagious. Yeah. I think, yeah. 
I think um, the hardest I've ever laughed in the theater was during the previews. This is so, this is such, I'm going to sound horrible right now, but I'm still going to say. So I went and saw a movie and I don't even remember what the movie was that I was seeing, but there was a preview for the movie I Am Sam. (laughs) And the scene. Listen, 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 listen. The scene where Sean Penn rounds the corner with the cake and just eats shit. <laughs> like nobody, nobody in the theater laughed, and I like laugh exploded. I mean, it was like I, like what a I gave like three good sharp ha's before I realized nobody else was laughing, and I was just like, oh no, oh no. I have an I'm instance an like right that now. too. When and it was I... like that's probably the hardest. That's probably the hardest I've ever laughed at the theater. And I literally like I sat there for a second, realizing what a jerk I was. And then I had to stay. Once I realized how hilarious the whole situation was, I had to stand up and walk out of the theater to go laugh out in the lobby because it was so <laughs> uncomfortable. I mean, you're like, I admit, I like watching mentally handicapped people fall. Well, yeah. not really mentally, but like Sean Penn playing a mentally handicapped <laughs> dude. Yeah, I'm totally fine with watching him fall and hit his hit his face and ruin his cake. Like, oh Do you guys man, remember that movie Rain of Fire? Yeah, with like the dragon and Sean Connery. Okay, okay. we're in the theater. It's opening night, and we're watching that movie. And the sequence where they go up in the helicopters, and then the guys jump out of the helicopters and try to like get the the dragons to chase them, and they get yeah, it's like borderline bungee jumping. Yeah. Okay, so the whole it's silent in the theater. Everybody's watching the the thing, and I thought it was supposed to be played as a comic moment, and. It's not the scene where they're going down and then the guys don't pull their parachute and they and it just goes boop and it hits the, the ground. I just go, ha! Like, I was the like, only one in the whole theater. Everybody just everybody in the row next to me just looks over. I was like, I don't know. I thought it was supposed to be fun. You were literally <laughs> you know, from the center. I was gonna say hey, man. Man. he didn't want to fucking get eaten by a dragon, so he said, Fuck it. And then the best, the best part of that drama is I can 100% see like people looking at you, like, what is this guy's deal? And you trying to defend yourself in the theater, like, what I thought it was supposed to be. Yeah, that's exactly. I was like, dude, that's supposed to be. You guys think that was hilarious. That was, that was funny, even if they like maybe they didn't mean for it to be, but shit, you guys are wrong, not me. I was right. So good, dude. That and the. I remember when we went to go see Life Aquatic with Steve Zizou. It was me and Peter Fisher. And legend. We're, yeah. We're in, the, we're in the movie theater. Every joke, every time Bill Murray opens his mouth in that movie is pretty good. So we're laughing at some of the jokes and stuff. And there was like a bunch of like bros in there watching it. And like all of them just kept going, this movie's not even that funny, man. And I was just, we're like, okay, dude. Like I, I think these jokes might be. Yeah. Like going over your head, man, because some of this stuff is really good. Like, Willem Dafoe in that movie is so good. Like, oh my god, that and, the go that, that Willem Dafoe has the best scene in that movie. Yeah, for sure. When uh, when Bill Murray makes like tells him to cross the line, <laughs> but he's like, "Those of you who are on my side, cross. <laughs> if not, do." <laughs> and Willem Dafoe crosses the line, and he's like, "Really?" And he's like. Oh, I'm sorry. Do it again. Do it again. I was confused. <laughs> he thought he was, he thought he was siding with him, but he really accidentally went against him. 
Just so know we got it. So I, I don't know. Anchor, I wish I would have saw Anchorman in the theaters because, like, that I'm telling you, that scene where he's telling her to get out of the business yeah. on the phone. Yeah. The doctor, I, um, your pregnancy test came in. Uh, dude, I lost it watching that. Like, Dr. Chim. Chim I Rachel. had to stop the movie, rewind it, and watch it again like eight times. My grandma was like, and Natalie, my wife, she's like, stop doing that. I go, no, dude, seriously, we need to see that one more time. Like, that that movie that movie catches a lot of quotes around my yeah. house too like danielle and i say chip pretty regularly um i think as far as like actually laughing at a movie i've been trying to think about it this whole time like artist i've actually laughed at the theater might have been um tropic thunder like yeah because there was a there's a few parts in that where like it doesn't matter who you're with like I'm those are Jamie Lee Curtis on the set of Freaky Friday. <laughs> yeah. There's oh like God. there's scenes there's scenes in that movie where like sitting by myself, and I'm sure you guys can relate to this. Where like you're watching a movie by yourself and it's hilarious and you're dying laughing inside, but you don't audibly laugh at all. Oh, dude, Black this, Dynamite! No. I laughed the whole time that movie was on Black Dynamite. But, but you know what I mean? Like what is that? In, in Tropic Thunder, I will laugh out loud by myself. And that scene when when they when he first explodes, and Ben <laughs> Stiller picks his head up, yeah, and like, Robert Downey Jr. goes, "Hey, that motherfucker's dead!" Like, <laughs> like that's still he's like part of the, 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 the all the, like his neck and like, look, it's just fingering it. <laughs> so insane. You've never seen Black Dynamite, Jesse? You should watch that movie. Oh, dude, it's it's on yeah. Amazon Prime. It's, it's on Amazon Prime. Watch it. Free, watch it. It's so good. It's it's like uh, a satire movie. It's kind of like Naked Gun. Or something. Well, it's, it's like from the it's like, like Naked Gun, but for Shaft. Yeah, yeah, it's like all those black exploitation films from the the late seventies and early eighties. There's were like, like scenes where you can see the boom mic like at the top of the screen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's really good. You you should give that that you should definitely Chris. It's uh, what's his face? Michael Jai White, right? Michael yeah. Jai White's in it. Yeah. Tommy Davison, fucking. Yeah. It's really good. It's really so. Good. Speaking of that. like speaking of movies where the boom mic is visible, um, we went and saw. Did you guys see the movie Envy? Ben no. Stiller, Jack Black. Yeah, not I a good. Not a good oh, movie. Yeah, yeah, I did see that. Yeah. It's not a good movie whatsoever. No. I mean, it's uh-huh. really, really awful. Damn. But at the time, like they made that movie, and then like three years later, School of Rock came out, <laughs> and they hadn't released Envy. Tenacious D was starting to hit it big, and the studio was like, "You know what? Let's go ahead and throw this out there." They didn't edit it a second <laughs> time. It was like it was like it was it had not finished production. Yeah. It was, and when we saw cool. the movie yeah. in the theater. There's a scene, there's like three different times where you can see the boom mic just literally like b- totally in the scene. But there's one there's one specific scene where it's showing Ben St- or Jack Black's bedroom and he's got this huge like Shaquille O'Neal sized bed. And off to the right, you can flat out see that it's a wall cut out. Like you can see <laughs> like the like crew walking by. I mean, it was so and I remember watching that and being like is this a joke? Like I'm watching in the theater with Evan Schneidman and I'm just like, is this real? Like what's going on? And then when I watched it on DVD, of course they had cleaned it up, but I like, it was one of the 
most surreal things in my life to to watch a movie that they just were so Blink. going for a cash grab that they yeah. were like, oh, let's Thanks ride this, guys. let's ride this wave. Yeah, that's so funny too. There's <laughs> so many throwaway lines in that movie, and one of them they're like, well, where does the the poo go? And their answer is like oh, somewhere in Michigan. Like that's their whole answer. So like. <laughs> It's so so random. And What's Christopher, your theater, uh, Christopher Walken's uh, in that movie. It's so strange too. Oh, mine, mine with a group of people, and it did make a difference who you saw it with. Was my chest hurt leaving Super Bad? The, when <laughs> I when I saw Super Bad the first time, dude, I was just dying. I like, oh, I didn't. I didn't see that in the theater. No, that's Super Trooper. Super Bad. You're gonna make me sit over oh, here. Oh, super bad, yeah. Super bad was good I too. That all the time. That's a cool I story. Didn't... He's like, that's a cool story I fucking ever heard in my life. Why don't you tell it again? Do you have time? <laughs> there, oh, super there's some bad. amazing. That's a slept on one. There's some amazing, on some amazing lines in that movie, and like, it's really funny to think Jonah Hill. You know that that was like the first real Jonah Hill movie because obviously we had seen him in like accepted Knocked up and stuff, right. and not yeah, like, you know what I mean, like. No, when he's, when he's yelling at McLovin about the ID, when he's like, first of all, you look like a goddamn pedophile. Yeah. Secondly, <laughs> your name only says McLovin. He's like, so I can pick any name I want. You an Irish you an R&B. Irish R&B? <laughs> yeah. Sounds like a sexy hamburger. <laughs> yeah. like, he says he look. He's like, what? Why are you wearing that vest? You look like Aladdin. <laughs> <laughs> when he's walking out, yeah. <laughs> There was a lot of good movies in that movie. Fuck me, right? That's like yeah. I still do yeah, that all the time. The guy all the time. Oh, I know. Fuck me, right? Like, um, oh, that's better. I'm getting that, that for show. Nobody ever get that. Getting that for show. Mine when the movie came out. When I when the movie came out, we had like we we're still I was still in high school, so I like home back. I'm like, what the fuck am I gonna make Terry Masu? That's What about you, Jesse? Looks like he's having the best time ever over there. <laughs> I was talking about the time in the parking lot when the guys like I gotta wash and rinse. Seventeen dollars. Like what? Seventeen dollars? <laughs> You're like forty years old. <laughs> what are you seven? All right. What what's your you, What's Jesse? yours? Laughing in the theater. What's your What's the funniest? I'm gonna say sounds corny, but like scary movie two with the baby hand and the mashed potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> Chris that Evans. was a good sequence. strong hand. Yeah, that was pretty good. Everybody wants some pie. It's the only thing I didn't make myself. And he was like, yes. Dude, the bit where him and the guy in the wheelchair are going back and forth, that's pretty good. He's like, why don't you give us a standing oh, ovation? David <laughs> yeah, David Cross. Him and David oh, Cross. Yeah. Turn the black light on. There's like the, all the jizz spots everywhere. So yeah. I was just going to say Chris Elliott's cool, like, super, super slept on. Yeah. But David Cross too, like for people that aren't sure. um, Arrested Mr. Development Show? fans, right? Like, oh my God, Mr. Show! Oh, Mr. Show was so oh, good. God. I just watched um, the original Tenacious D that's HBO so- show, and Mr. Show was like right underneath. That's I was like, oh, I guess I'm I've, already, that I've never seen him, dude. Yep. He was on that show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a great show. David David Cross's stand up's pretty good too. Like I believe he gets it. a I little preachy, it. like because he hates like Christianity so much. So yeah. he can be a little preachy yeah. when it comes to that shit. But most of his stand up is really, really good too. 
I'd imagine. I mean, I don't think I've ever. In the next episode uh, for this is like our favorite stand-up comedians and stuff like that. Oh, dude. I was thinking that would be good for I'm an episode. right now. I already know mine. I can say it. Nah, let's wait for that. Let's yeah. do a whole because I can do a whole episode on stand-up comedy. I know Todd for can't sure. do it. So. I think Kevin probably knows who mine is. I don't know. Probably have to tell you. Um. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I can guess Jesse's for sure. Yeah. Um. Well, maybe not. I don't know. I, I would think everybody would know one of mine. Everybody in this group would know. I one know of one of yours, Todd, because you we used to make a big deal out of it when we worked at Applebee's. Uh, and I know who you're talking about already, too. So yeah, he's the he's probably my he's probably you my guys number ever one. Been to any comedy? Well, he's not my shows? number one. He's in my top five. But you guys ever seen any comedy enough... shows in person? Ah, we're talking oh, yeah. about. Yeah. Gotta, move on to something else. We'll yeah, let's talk about that. Yeah, Jesse, I've probably yeah, seen like fifty stand-ups. We'll, oh, yeah. we'll do that. We'll do that next week. Um, yeah, for sure. I've only seen a, a handful, but how about this? Have okay. any of you guys ever seen it from the stage? I have. what? Have you ever done stand-up comedy? Yeah, I did. I did stand-up. I don't know if you. Me and Todd were talking about. They have an open mic up here at uh, Jesse. Did you go? It. Did you see the time I did it at Piggy's? I don't think so. It was not good. I, I was would not, not want good. anybody I, I would knew remember in that. the crowd. If that I was what. Listen, time. I I did it a handful of times, and the like the time that I realized like yo this is not for me was when I did it in front of a lot of people that had known me for a lot of years. Right. Yeah. And I had like two jokes that were kind of go to jokes where I was like, okay, if the crowd's getting away from me, these are usually ones that I can kind of bring them back in. Neither one of those jokes hit, and then I felt like somebody had literally just shot me in the yeah. chest. I mean, it was like, now what do I do? Yeah, I mean, it was wild. And at that that was the moment where I was like, all right, this isn't for me. Right. Like, I I just don't have, I just did, Yeah, I just didn't have it in me. You did dang um, like, keep on going. What, what's happening what in sports? Like, we could. I know Aaron, Aaron, Rogers is, Aaron Rodgers is maybe going to retire, but probably not. How about Daniel um, Berger's huge PGA choke, five strokes in one day? Yeah, that's crazy. Jesse Jesse only knows that because he probably had money on it. I had money <laughs> on Kadayama, and he finished third. There you go. Uh, Drilled it. Uh, top six teams lost in college basketball on Saturday. Seven, Only time that's ever happened. Seven, seven, seven in the top ten. Seven in the top ten. And they didn't even move rankings. Some of them did. Hard, the top two didn't. Well, yeah, and – uh, we talked about that a little bit in the chat, but like I said something about like Gonzaga can stay number one because the blue bloods don't run basketball anymore, but like Gonzaga's kind of a blue blood now. Yeah. So Over the last 10, 15 years they're there. Yeah, yeah, the Mark the Mark Few era has been yeah. very much uh five to ten especially. What's that? The last five to ten especially. Well, yeah. when they start getting guys like uh, what's his name, Jalen Suggs and Chet Holmgren, yeah. I mean when you're when you're bringing in the number one recruit in the country to a school like Gonzaga, and then you're playing the best team that you play all year is St. Mary's. What's that? West Coast Conference. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like if you beat, if you beat St. Mary's twice in the regular season, you're going to go undefeated basically, unless you schedule an absolute nightmare of an uh, out of conference schedule, like start the season. It's good. Playing all of those, those crazy preseason tournaments. Um, I think the, I think March Madness is going to be, I don't think there's a middle ground. It's either going to be super boring and we're going to get, you know, three one seeds in the final four, Chalk. or it's going to be upset 
Like it was like crazy. When was that? Like three or four years ago when we had all those Cinderellas. Yeah. I don't know. Did did Baylor win it last year? I don't Baylor COVID did win it last year. COVID was so strange. They did. They did? Yeah. Yeah. Baylor beat Gonzaga. Gonzaga. Yeah, they beat Gonzaga. In the final. And I remember watching that. Danielle had COVID at the time. It was so it was just a weird week for me. But um a sloppy game. What else is going on in sports? Uh Major League Baseball can't get their shit together. That's disappointing. Yeah, these mother Yeah. We'll you probably... see Harper, uh, Bryce Harper today, he put on his, uh, like one of his social media sites, he was asking one of the teams in Japan, I think the Giants in Japan, he was asking him, yo, what's up? I'm not doing anything right now. Why don't you hit up Scott Boris? That's not that would be so be weird. Either. Wouldn't that be, uh, really? wouldn't he have to get released? Wouldn't he have to get released bad? from They're a not going to have a baseball season? Well, technically, they their contracts are void currently, so he could go there on like, daily contract basically like he could go there and just play until they go yeah, back but what if he gets hurt That's yeah so question. yeah so but their drama. contracts are their contracts are void right now because they're on lockout since yeah. they didn't today was the final day for them to reach an agreement that would allow them to start on the scheduled opening day so opening day will be pushed back at this point for sure well that's just the, the owners least. waiting because they know nobody goes to games when it's still cold outside like uh, nobody's going that's to a, not true it's the least attendance in Major League Baseball is the month of April. Like it's their least profitable month from yeah. an owner's perspective. Yeah, nobody's going to a game in Cleveland in, in April. Like there's some. I've been to games. Who, I've been to lots of games in Detroit in April. Yeah, but uh, in general, like is the stadium sold out? No. Like, that's what I'm. That's what I'm <laughs> on opening day. It is. We're not talking about hardcore fans. We're talking about the casual yeah. average Joe. They sell out on opening day. They don't sell out on the second day. <laughs> but. Uh... What else? Uh, uh, what's happening pop culture wise? Anybody doing? Did anybody get canceled this week? We should do that, like a weekly. Who got canceled this week? Like I was who, thinking, who got canceled and why? I was thinking uh, that Caleb was going to make a, a canceled uh, little border like the Clown Time one. So when he makes the comment about <laughs> uh, retarded movie actors, you can just whoa, 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 whoa you said the R word. Yeah, dude, whoa. I, I never once said that. Yeah. <laughs> Time canceled and clown time in one show. <laughs> Tropic Thunder. That's all I was thinking of. You never go full retard. Right. Never go clown- full retard. Is there a word that combines two? Is clownsled a word? Um, it is not. Clownsled. <laughs> so it's not, it hasn't been recent, but I was just talking about the new uh, Harry Potter movie that's coming out has Mads Michelson as Grindelwald instead of Johnny Depp because of all the stuff going on with Johnny Depp. That makes no sense to me. What happened to Johnny Depp? Johnny Depp's ex-wife, what's her face from uh, Tropic Amber Thunder? Heard. Not Tropic Thunder, Pineapple Express. Amber Heard. Yeah. Look at my cat. What is he doing? <laughs> so Amber Heard took him to court for like domestic issues. Beat- yeah, she was beating him. They have like recordings of yeah. it. Uh, right. She yeah, didn't get canceled. She was doing some sick stuff. Like too. She and didn't get some- canceled by the same studio, which is WB, because she's on Aquaman. Burn she didn't get kicked off. Shit. Yeah, she so she's... So she's still allowed to be an Aquaman. He's not allowed to. He's he's kicked out of Harry Potter world. Mads Mikkelsen, who is probably a better actor than Johnny Depp, if we're really being honest. Yeah, I like but, Mads a lot. But it's still not fair to Johnny Depp. I mean, I don't I don't normally tend to like pick a side when something like that happens. But I feel like Johnny Depp's getting railroaded a little bit right now. Yeah, so uh, you know who's I not getting railroaded? Cancel them both. 
I will tell you what, who's not getting railroaded is Army Hammer. You want to talk about weirdos. That yeah, dude, he's freaky. Yeah, canceled with good reason there. What? What? What happened to Army Hammer? You oh, got to do some right. research there. I don't have the time to go into the. I don't even want to. We shouldn't even talk depths, about it on the podcast. The, de- the depths of what Army Hammer was canceled for. Just Google it, dude. It's uh, pretty extreme. Yeah. Google it, but where was he where doing? Kind of, was he like that Dodgers <laughs> pitcher where he's like doing all that, all kinds of crazy stuff? Was he what now? Was he like that pitcher from the Dodgers that was doing all that stuff? Remember okay, I had- googled it, and the word cannibalism comes up. Bingo. What? Yeah. What? Yeah. He's yeah, he an odd cat. He's super gross and kinky fetishes. Yeah. Beyond that. Like, Way yeah. weird. Yeah. Way weird. I have more questions. What's sexual cannibalism? <laughs> <laughs> it's two, it's two words we that nobody... Podcast. Cue the, it is, cue it the is two, <laughs> two words that nobody ever thought to put together until Army Hammer. Like, those two words weren't said back-to-back very Who's often. Best cannibalism, cannibal movie, Caleb. I know you know what I'm talking about. Best cannibal movie? Cannibal Holocaust? Alive? <laughs> That's pretty good. That's the funniest one. <laughs> Did you go with funniest? No, the funniest oh. movie about cannibalism is, uh, uh, what was it, uh, South Park. They made a movie back in the day called Cannibal or Hannibal the Musical, and it was about a dude that was a cannibal. It was pretty Sounds good. What were you thinking I was going to say, Jesse? I can't think of the name of it. Oh, it's, oh, that it's is crazy. Had Guy Pierce in it. What? Uh, this is nuts. Yeah. It's kind of campy. There's a Guy Pierce cannibal movie. I gotta, I'm looking at his IMDb right now. I'll think of it. Is it, is it Memento? Are you just confused about cannibalism and amnesia? <laughs> no. Okay. Do you have amnesia about cannibalism? Never. Okay. That was a weird answer. Never. I never forget about cannibalism. No, uh, Ravenous. Yeah. Oh, oh that movie is awful. <laughs> that is super campy. You're right. And it's not good. What's Alive the one guy is, in all the, um, he's in so many like 80s movies. He's in Alive that. Is way something. I guess really the most, the best movie about cannibalism would probably have to be Silence of the Lambs. Dude, have you seen the text that this Army Hammer dude was putting out? Like, yeah. like uh, it's pretty bonkers, dude. How did yeah. I miss this? Yeah, canceled, I didn't know anything about it either. Canceled with canceled with good hey, reason. Caleb, you know who was also in Ravenous? I'm surprised he's not in jail. Jeffrey who? Jones from Howard the Doug. Yeah, the the principal from uh, Ferris Bueller. Bueller. Yeah, Bueller. He was a pedo, right? Yeah, he was. Yes, he was. Yeah, he, he was. was a pedo. I knew that. Like Hollywood's like. Most He's dead now, right? Character. Didn't he die too? Yeah, I think Jeffrey dead. Jones died. Yeah. Did he? Yeah, he died. Yeah. Wasn't he also the scientist in Howard the Duck? The one yeah, that he was. was. Yeah, Howard the Duck. Yep. That's a good movie. Uh, and he's in Beetlejuice, dude. Oh, uh, yep, that's right. He was, he was in Beetlejuice. He was the series of Jeffrey dad. Jones tonight. Yeah, he was. Uh, he was Lydia's dad. He was. What was his name? Howard Deets. Something Deets. Yeah, I can't remember either. Yeah. <sighs> That's Catherine O'Hara as the mom. Oh, dude, you guys remember that movie he was in, too? It was completely... I could have sworn it was made in the 80s, but it's from 92. It's Mom and Dad Save the World. Yeah, great movie. Was That's not a, true. It's not a great movie. Was but that it's John movie, Lovitz? Was John yeah, Lovitz John Lovitz is in that. Yeah. 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 John Lovitz just makes me think of Rat Race. Mom and Dad Save the John World. Lovitz? A hidden gem. 
John I Lovitz. Think of, whenever I think of John Lovitz, I always think of that scene. He was in one scene in the wedding scene. Yep. And that's he's all. Losing he's losing his mind. Bad. And I'm <laughs> reaping the benefits. And like. He like floats behind the curtain. Well, the, and he's the way he's singing the song. He's like singing yeah. Rod Stewart. Like if yeah. you think I'm sexy and like no, um, he's singing um oh disco lady. He's like yeah, disco lady. Kate mama. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah so yeah, yeah. weird. It's like the creepiest scene Another in the whole movie. Thing John Lovitz was in. Todd probably doesn't know nothing about the Bud Light Penguins commercials. Oh yeah, Bud Ice. Sorry. Yeah, Bud Ice Penguins. You ever heard of those? Strangers in the Night. Yeah, I remember those. I don't remember those at all. You don't remember the Bud Ice Penguins? He's like on the train, and the guy's like, he's like, looks like he's running from somebody. Then he opens up the box of a suitcase, and it's like glowing. It's like a Bud Ice. And he's like, he's about to open it. And then, like, the guy across from him is a penguin in the newspaper. It's just like, I'll tell you what. Like, no. I've drank a lot of Bud Ice in my life. (laughs) I was like, that was, like a, dry. that was like a go-to. Bud Ice was like a go-to there for a little while because it was like a dollar more a case for Bud, like two more Bud Ice. Yeah, <laughs> for Bud Ice over Budweiser, and it was like, like 7.8%. Yeah, it's like two beers. Yeah, I was like, uh, yeah, absolutely, I'll get way drunker for a dollar more. Why not? This is coming from going going like Maddie Ice regularly. If you went down What's to Lafayette that? in college, they used to sell beer. It was in, like, I don't remember. I think they were purple cans, but it just said beer 40. It was like eight ninety nine, oh. and you got 40 beer cans of beer, and it was the there was, worst. There was Brew, Brew City was another one that was awful. Brew, you could get a case of Brew City for eight ninety nine. Dude, Natty Light was nine ninety nine. We were heavily into that. Yeah. 30 packs. Yeah, Brew, Brew, City, Brew City was the only one that was cheaper. And there was a dude that was friends with Jacob Swagger that brought it to one of his parties one time. And I took one drink and was like, this is not worth the dollar that I'm saving. We're and, literally being snobby. And you, know, and you, guys all, you guys all knew me at 22, 23 years old. I was not concerned about the taste of alcohol very often at that point in my life. And even I was like, this isn't good. I'm out. Yeah. It must have been pretty low standards. It was. It was horrendous. John, you're still. I can tell by your face, you're still reading about Army Hammer up there. Some crazy <laughs> shit, man. Yeah. Some it crazy is. Shit. It is a very deep, weird rabbit hole. Yeah. Dude. Very, very weird. Uh, so he's the the Social Network is one of my favorite movies. By the way, I love that movie. And now when I watch it and I see Army Hammer, I'm like, oh man, what if he was already into that stuff? When they were making this movie, and everybody was just like, "Oh, look at this super tall, handsome guy." He's like the twins that first had the video on Facebook. I've never seen the Social Network. Really? Do you not like uh, you don't like David Fincher? I like David Fincher. I just never. I don't know if I just never got around to see because I've heard good things about. You know, it's actually the same thing about Magic Mike. I've heard Magic Mike is not bad movies. Never seen it. Super pretty good movie, and that I I always just was like, no, I'm not gonna watch Channing Tatum take his clothes off. No, but then pretty, I hear that like there's way more into yeah. it than that. So it was, and Social Network was the same way. It was like I don't care about the guy who started Facebook. Like how exciting could that be? But then it's David Fincher is an amazing director, so it's like he. I mean, and I've heard good things about. It. I just I just think I've never gotten around. Obviously, to not one that you're gonna repeatedly watch, but it's good to see at least once. And oh, what, dude, Social just, Network. Yeah. Oh, I repeatedly watched it. I've probably seen it 25 times. I just rewatched. I was Todd and I were playing video games and I was telling him about it. I just rewatched Snatch. Snatch is 21 years old 
and that movie is still solid. Yeah. yeah, I don't I don't use the word slaps very often, but snatch slaps, dude. That oh, movie, dude. if it if it had never been released and they dropped it right this minute, it'd still it would be, be oh, it'd be a hit. It's so good. It is top to bottom good too. There's not all the side characters are great. Oh yeah, I love drama. Drama. You always want to talk about pacing. Yeah, pacing in that movie is so good. Perfect. So good. Perfect. It's uh, keeps you interested the whole time. Bulletproof, bullet tooth Tony and Boris the Blade. Oh my god, dude! When (laughs) when he goes Boris the Blade, as in Boris the Bullet Dodger, and Abby goes, (laughs) why do they call him the Bullet Dodger? He dodges bullets, Abby. And I didn't even realize that Vinny Jones, the guy that played Bullet Tooth Tony, was like a former soccer player. Like, that's yeah. what he was. He yeah, was a so, professional soccer player before he was an actor, and I didn't know that shit. Well, he like, and his character, his uh, obviously the character in Snatch and the character in Lockstock and Two Smoking Barrels are very similar. They're not right, the yeah. same character, but they're very similar. And I'm, if I'm not mistaken, I think Lockstock and Two Smoking Barrels was his first. Role. yeah ever yeah it was and like, I, he beat him yep if you yeah if you don't know that if you just watch that he doesn't come across as like this is the first time i've ever been on camera i mean he right he and he's an athlete it. turned actor yeah like, he kills it in that movie he destroys yeah. it in snatch the scene when he walks into the bar and he just walks right up to the bar pint of the black stuff governor and sets his gun down yeah and you see him like glance and he knows that they're, right. that they're there, but he doesn't play it he's like he knows. on the phone. He didn't even give yeah. a shit. He's just like finishes his yeah. phone call, takes yeah. his. He looks at his beer, then walks over to the table, then addresses him. So yeah. good. Yeah, and the yeah. What does he say? The fact that your gun says replica, and it's like mine says Desert Eagle. In mine, point five zero. Yeah, Eagle point five zero should precipitate. Yeah, yeah. You and your little balls. It's yeah, Fucking that up. movie, dude. I, 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 that's another one drama that along with Tropic Thunder, I feel like you and I could just, yeah, spend an hour talking about how perfect Snatch is. I, like, uh, I like hearing about how people get started too, like the Vinnie Jones thing, like Danny Trejo. You know, he was yeah. like, a, he was oh. like a boxing instructor to like Eric Roberts, and then yeah. they were like, this guy's a badass, let's give him a small role. Dude, he was in like, prison. Yeah, exactly. He was in fucking prison. Prison inmate. Yeah, yeah. Fucking crazy. He was Eric Boxer, Eric Roberts, uh, boxing trainer and advisor, like for, for uh, what was that movie in the in the nineties? The fuck was that movie where they Eric were like, live guys and they were all like they were picked to be on the American Karate team and they had to fight the the Koreans and shit. What was that uh, movie? American, American Kickboxer. No, no. I don't know. There were so many, so many different variations of kickboxer and American that happened in like nineteen. Blood and blood out. Was it blood and blood out? No, blood and blood out. No, it wasn't blood and blood out. Blood and blood out is an amazing movie. That's, Drama, that's, you're the you're the IMDb king. How many acting credits does Eric Roberts have? Dude, he's a lifetime movie king. It's got to be. In, it's got to be like three hundred acting credit, four hundred acting credits. I bet he was in a. Uh, He's in the this season's uh, Righteous Gemstones. He like oh, shows up. Yeah, shows up in the Righteous Gemstones this season. It's pretty good. So I've only I've only watched the first season of that. John and Goodman and Danny McBride are in it. So yeah, good, uh, really good. Yeah, well, it's a good show. I'm not. I never really watched it, but I know kind of. The uh, Adam Demamp, the guy from Workaholics, I love him, dude. And uh, <laughs> Adam Demamp, I love that you call him by his Workaholics. Right. Yeah. Uh, 
He's, he's, I love. I actually the only other podcast dude. I listen to other than ours is it's a podcast called This Is Important, and it's the Holy four guys shit. from Workaholics. Are you serious? So well, take a five. guess at how many acting credits he has. Eric Roberts. Eric yeah. Roberts. Three hundred. I mean, my initial guess was four hundred, but it's got to be going, bro. Seven hundred. Like, uh, less than seven. I told you he's get, alive. He just but getting there. Lifetime. Getting there. Six hundred sixty-six. That's close. Six fifty-six. Wow, you're ten off, bro. He That's has so many movies in pre-production right now. I have to scroll down. All lifetime, Todd. <laughs> Seriously, That's crazy. It's isn't it six fifty-six? Isn't a lifetime movie weird? like every two weeks? Isn't it weird Dude. that at this point he's the third most famous actor in his family? That's the seriously. You guys need to really look at his IMDb and look how many his filming. His filming. I'm looking at it right now. His filming is like he's, this long. He's the entire screen. He's you have filming. to scroll down. Yeah, he's getting he's paid. Got, he's got forty. He's upcoming. probably got sixty movies in filming or post. He's the Nicolas Cage of Lifetime movies. So turns out a role. Jesus Christ. <laughs> There that was... is crazy. I've never seen that ever. I've never looked at an IMDb. Yeah, that's, like that's unheard of. <laughs> On that note, guys, I gotta be out of here. All right, I think yeah, that's uh, probably about time to wrap it up, right? We've not gone. All right, everybody's Taco Bell order. That's what we're gonna end with. What's your Taco Bell order right now, Jesse? Go, Jesse. Go. Taco uh, Bell. Ten cinnamon delights <laughs> and a big quesadilla and a burrito supreme. Did you say okay. 10 Cinnabon Delights? <laughs> yep. You get the 10-pack every time? <laughs> I like All right, them. moving on. Todd, what's your Taco Bell order? <laughs> Mine would be two chicken quesadillas. One of them's the meal. Got to get a large Baja Blast. If they ever bring back that grilled, che- grilled cheese steak burrito, it's uh, replacing yeah, okay, the quesadilla because that's the best thing I've ever seen on their menu, and they only had it for like, Two months. You talking about the one that they they grilled in the they literally make the burrito cheese on the outside. It's basically a quesadilla and a burrito, and then they grill cheese on the outside of it. It was was the best thing I've ever had. It was very good. Mine's two chili cheese burritos, two double deckers, and a Mexi melt. And if I'm really hungry, I go with the uh, the uh, nachos bel grande on top. Nice. Mine is whatever box they have going on, whatever the special is, because I like to keep it fresh. And then two of the Chipotle chicken little dollar guys. Oh, those are solid, dude. For a dollar, those are so good. Yep. And always, always Baja Blast. Always and forever Baja Blast. All Baja right. Life. Podcast out. Hell yeah. <laughs> See you next week. See y'all.